0: This is the Talk Wrestling Radio Network. All the wrestling with none of the ego. Broadcasting live on TWRnetwork.com. This is the Ringside Report. And now the hosts of the show, Lex and Lee.
1: Welcome everybody to episode 41 of... The Ringside Report. I am Lex, and joining me once again, the co-host seat, none other
0: than Lee. Lee, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm fine, right, man. I'm okay.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's one of the things that we're, we'll address later on in the show. Um, you know, you got a you got a tough schedule. You know, it, I I I can't blame you one bit. I'm just glad I thought to call you. So that, and, and I'm glad you also had like your ringer on and shit, <laughs> or else uh, uh, you would have been lost to the sea, I guess. So.
0: No, it was one of those jump. You know, like when you jump up and you're like, "Oh damn, I'm late for work," or like, <laughs> "Oh shit," or like, "Oh shit, I'm about to miss my flight" or something uh, like that. Yeah. That's how I jumped, and then I answered the phone. I'm like, "Damn," I'm like,
1: "Well, I'm glad you were." Asleep. This is a dream. Yeah, I'm glad you weren't asleep and it wasn't anything bad or anything like that. So. Alright, we're back on track. Episode 41. We will not be talking about ROH tonight. Mainly, we will be, actually we'll talk a little bit about ROH, because, you know, it's ROH. But, uh, mainly we're going to be talking about Chikara. You and I both got access to Chikara uh, over the past couple weeks. And, uh, basically, I told you, watch something, watch a Chikara event, try to make it something that's, like, exclusively Chikara. Just using their roster or whatever, and uh, I'll do the same. I don't know what you watch. You don't know what I watch. So basically, we're go- we're going to go into this blind and kind of give our impressions of Chikara overall. Not this isn't a review of the uh, events that we saw. Uh, this is just kind of what we thought going in with our prior knowledge, of course, because we uh, we know some of the guys, we know some of the angles, we know some of the matches, et cetera, et cetera. But this was our first time really diving, you know, headfirst into the Chakar landscape. So, Um, before we get to that, though, Ring of Honor did something interesting with their website and their uh, TV episodes. And that's, you can now watch uh, TV episodes in advance before they air on TV... Uh, I think there's three episodes up right now, you pay $2 per episode and you can watch that episode weeks before it airs, what do you think of this model, what do you think it does for Ring of Honor, and uh, do you like to see this as a fan?
0: Uh, I think, as far as Ring of Honor is concerned, they, you know, they're going to, they need to, they're going to find ways to make money, and, uh, I mean, because when you look at it, the pay-per-views could be more, but they're not, and... You know, I mean, so they're going to find ways to make money, and this is okay. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I just think it's a matter of just being patient or what have you. I mean, I, I, I can wait until it comes out, but I think some people can't. And uh, I think it's like $2 an episode. Yeah. And, um, Would you do, know, I mean,
1: the people that if happen-
0: you watch them all in one day, then it's kind of like, what do you do week to week? yeah. You know, I yeah. guess that's how I look at it.
1: Do you think this will help the people with continuity issues? About Ring of Honor, do you think that's why they did this whole thing?
0: Well, well no, I think it would help people with continuity. Well, it depends. I mean, the continuity issues would probably help people with... Uh, no, no, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it will only if. I guess it depends when they make those new episodes available. Right. You know, if if they do it, if if that's perfect for people who, you know, uh, perfect if they if they time it correctly. But if they really if they give you access to them, you know, still after the event, then it's kind of like, well, what point does that make? You know, but now they can say, well, you know, you could always have access to it ahead of time. Right. Um Yeah, I think that that would be that would make a lot of sense. A whole lot of sense. I mean, the only person that would be thrown out continuity-wise would be the person who who saw a live. And that was an issue that I had watching four weeks of television and then having a paper like for example, uh I think the last t v tape that I went to was it was four weeks of, it was uh what was it it was the tape as they did for um survival of the fittest on a, it was so that was a Friday and then on that Saturday was death before dishonor oh. so they had to you know we were saying some things and we were like okay what was what what does this mean or we can only speculate what it meant and I remember I would tell you some things that would happen and you know, we didn't really have a backstory to it because we didn't see the, the backstage interviews. And at the same time, um, I get a promise that. When Tommaso Ciampa against Jay Lethal uh, was happening at, um, I want to say that happened at uh, the anniversary show, maybe. Can't remember where it happened at. But I remember we went to the tapings and uh, we were like, why isn't Jay Lethal out with the belt? Why isn't Tommaso Ciampa out with the belt? Oh, you yeah, know, we were yeah. like, who's the, who's the champion and what's going on? Well, the storyline was Amosal so champion stole the title. But we didn't know that, and we thought they were trying to cover up the fact that he had won the title, and that's why Lethal did not have it.
1: Right, exactly.
0: But uh, yeah. continuity-wise, yeah, I think it'd it be cool. I mean, like I said, just just having that option available is okay, because if, if a person has a problem with it, you just don't get it. Just watch it as, as scheduled. But if you want to see what happens ahead of time, that option's there for you. I mean, no need to bitching about uh, it being there. If you don't, you don't have to watch it.
1: Well, uh, Paul says that all five episodes from the Pittsburgh tapings are up right now. Well, he says five episodes, but I'm guessing those episodes are from the Pittsburgh tapings. So, uh, but he made a good yeah, point. Yeah, those are the ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, he made a good point because he does the recaps for every episode of every wrestling show, pretty much. And, um, you know he's getting a jump on everything by doing all this and he can write his review and he can get that all done within a matter of days instead of having to wait weeks and weeks. And he can take a rest from doing that on those days that that are upcoming. So, I mean, it has advantages like that. It's for the people that, that don't want to wait. It's for the people who have issues with continuity. You know, maybe something's not going to air until the night of the pay-per-view and you want to see it before then you pay the extra $2 to get it then. And then, of course, all the people who have to wait until Thursday to get the episode on rohwrestling.com for free—you know—if they—if they they don't like that because they feel like they're out of the loop or something—they can you know jump ahead and and order that. So,
0: uh, I mean, I I guess the way I'm looking at it is like you know, it was five episodes, two hours episode for ten bucks. You're getting five hours worth of wrestling, a little under five hours. So you're paying for a a pay-per-view if you do it that way.
1: Right, exactly, and uh, from what I hear and what I what I've read uh, with the spoilers, these next few weeks of TV in Pittsburgh were fantastic. And um, Paul mentioned something in the chat that I'm gonna really enjoy something they set up backstage, and I think I I, I think I know what that is. Um, as far as, I don't know what it is exactly, but I think I know. So well,
0: how would you feel about how would you feel about it though? I mean, with someone I know before you didn't want to see. Live. I mean you wouldn't want to see it earlier I don't like before like I would see it on TV and if I found it on YouTube unless it was something that was happening that you just had to see you'd yeah. rather wait until
1: see, that's you know the thing. A a, Thursday
0: so how would you feel about
1: it? Having to do a weekly show uh, and I have to recap you know, that episode I want to watch it where I can get it fresh in my memory and so that was the issue with that if I weren't doing a weekly show I would probab- I would be fine with watching everything, or at least buying everything all at once, and then watching it, you know, say Monday, and then watching the next episode Tuesday, and so on and so forth. I mean, that would be fine with me. I, I understand the spacing issue, though, because you don't want to get done too quickly, and then having to, you know, watch the pay-per-view at, after you've watched TV, which is like what you were saying with going to live events, you know? watching everything unfold right there you could watch tv but more than likely you know most folks don't want to after seeing it live already um, but w- watching tv and then having to do the pay-per-view and, and do that on a weekly basis as well which isn't most we're in the minority with that situation <laughs> for sure but for me i i i have a terrible memory so i need to watch it right before the pa- or right before the show that that was the only issue with that, so. Um what do you think about this? WWE looking to sign El Generico. Does that tip us off to him not winning the title? Does it not? Uh, you know, uh what do you think he would do in WWE? Would he have to ditch the mask?
0: See that's the thing. Um Alberto had to ditch his when he went. Right. Um you know, they could keep it. They could. It's a couple. So many ways you could hit, think about it. Uh, I will say that um, number one, it doesn't necessarily mean he won't win. Well, I don't. I don't think he's gonna win, but he could win. And well, first off, they said they're looking at him. It's, it's no. It's, it's nothing that's said about if he's even interested. You know, he could say, "Look, this. That's not what I want to do." You know, I don't trust him with my gimmick. He could be like Sting. Um, but if he is interested in doing it, uh, he could win. And he could. Three times in a row, they could have uh, a champion come out with a threat. That I'm going to take this title with me to, to WWE. Right. You know, um, or he could win and they could have him have a nice little run. And then Kevin Steen could win it back. Or they could have him win and Jay Lethal could win since Jay Lethal can't fight Kevin Steen anymore. Uh, him going to WWE could also show, um, you know, just pretty much show him being a situation where he's just really is a generic wrestler, where they just, they, Mikey Whipwrap, he just loses everything. Who knows? Or he could go over there and just be a fucking phenom. you know, (laughs) just be huge.
1: The biggest problem I see with this whole thing is not the mask. You know, the body issue is, you know, that's probably something he's going to have to work on or something that's going to hold him down. The biggest issue I see, though, is his move set. A lot of those moves, they're not going to let him do in the WWE. Whether Because
0: he'll be a children's wrestler, and he can't do, he, he's a very, those brain busters, no. The Yakuza kick, no. I'm no. No, I mean, Sheamus has the bro kick, so I don't see why he can't do that, but they'll take it away. You know they will.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. If Sheamus is using the bro kick, nobody else is using that sort of kick. you know I, Or they might, but they might do it on something like NXT or something where he, <clears throat> it's that whole prot- protected moveset thing. You know, you don't do the same move as the top guy or one of the top guys.
0: Make NXT its own promotion and pay these guys and really push that is what he could do because he would do better if he stayed at an NXT type level, if they really made that a serious made that serious for themselves. But one of WWE he'd be a a comic act. One of my friends at work was showing me a clip of uh what was it? Uh team Hell No. And I looked at like what Daniel Bryan is now, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> just, that's just the thing. wow.
1: Yeah, just pretend he's you know he's off, he's doing his own thing, he's making his money, he's making his mark. You know that's cool. Like you know, I don't necessarily want to see that kind of that side of him, but he's.
0: No, I'm not knocking it. It's just not recognizable at all. If, of just who he. It's a complete, complete change of what he's been.
1: From completely. what I understand, from from what I understand uh <laughs> Paul just put something very terrifying in the chat. Uh but from what I understand, he's getting that whole thing over. So, uh, you know, it, I guess congratulations to him. You know, he's doing his thing there. He's proven that he is uh that versatile that he can get over in ROH, he can get over in WWE. Hell, he could probably get over in TNA.
0: But uh, he can get over anyway because you know what? If, if someone told me two years ago that he would be a, he was doing this type of move or doing this type of character, I'd be like, whatever, well, I mean, not him. I mean, he making he's doing what uh with Santino can't com- he can't he can't do. You know what I'm saying? What I saw him do, just the way he was acting, so I was like, wow, this is no. I don't. I think he's that he's that comedian that uh. The other guys can't; they can't pull it off. But he is, and everybody loves it for some reason.
1: Yeah. Um, Paul Jordan said in the chat, uh, Generico will probably be unmasked because they don't own it. Um, I would think they they would do something similar to Mystico or Sin Cara, where they just change his name uh, to something else, maybe something close. And because you got to understand the 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 talent relations group that's going right now is not the same as it used to be. So, I think they're more inclined to use similar gimmicks and stuff that's been proven to work on the independent scene or in other countries. Uh, I don't know if Generico is one of those guys for sure. Uh, Another thing Paul Jordan said (laughs) is that he'll probably be uh, Seamus' cousin. Which is very terrifying. But, very yeah, possible. I could see that, too. <laughs> Very possible with that red beard. Um, gosh. It's just—it's something that you just get used to, especially being a fan of places like Ring of Honor. They go away. Places like Jakara, they go away. They go to WWE. They need to give it a shot. They need a chance to make more money. I'm not blaming him one bit. If he goes, he goes. He makes it or he doesn't. You know, if he doesn't make it, he'll be back with us uh, here in Ring of Honor, and that'll be great. But you know, I, I think giving him that shot and being understanding is is what's what what you should do if you're trying to be like a good wrestling fan. You know, it, the wrestling fans that kind of cry over that shit when people leave and stuff like that. It, you have to understand that they need to make the most money they can. And they need—it's not a, even a money standpoint for most guys. It's just seeing if they can make it to the next level, you know.
0: And seeing some some fresh stuff, some fresh feuds and stuff. I mean, you yeah, know, we enjoy it. How many times does he want to fight the uh, Kevin Steen? I mean, right. you know, like with AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels. I mean, imagine how 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 it would be if AJ had went around different places. Right. How he could really solidify himself as a great one if he would be able to go against other people who he could. uh have some awesome matches with I still fight Christopher Daniels for the one million two hundred thirty-seven time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, exactly. I know I sound high as hell, but I'm as a motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Lex. I'm listening. Uh, Where, you at? Where, we at? Where we at? Where we at? Where
1: we at? I don't know. We're just kind of we're kind of floating along. I'm trying to uh, think of anything else that I, I saw. Oh, Cole versus Hardy is definitely signed for final battle.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh you know, if I wasn't doing the show, I would actually be on the fence about getting this now. Oh, wow. I stand Matt Hardy's ass.
1: I think he'll put on a good match with Cole.
0: Um, and I don't. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to see any form of any Hardy in any way.
1: I like he, he'll he'll go in. He'll do the job to Cole. He'll leave, and you know that's fine.
0: He shouldn't even be getting a payday for that. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. For one, he doesn't need it. It's not relevant. He's not going to win. Why is he there? You know, and. and for the shit he said, no, okay, Jerry Lynn, someone who's been there before, we're going to put somebody or whatever, that's fine. Last Storm did it, Finley did it, et cetera. But all Hardy's going to do is do it and talk shit later. Yeah. He, he's the only person I know, besides uh, ROH, that's been put out of fucking every company he's worked for, it seems like. <laughs> I mean, put out, Lex, put yeah. out. Yeah. Got put out of WWE. He got put out of TNA. At least he's though, only there. He's only there because he, he can't go anywhere else. At least
1: though, like he's had his problems and everything like that. But uh, it, you know, he's ever been a favorite wrestler of mine. I think he's serviceable in the ring, though. I think he'll he can do enough um, to get to get Cole going. I don't want to say over because I don't know how if it really will put Cole over or not because. You got to think of it this way. If they're trying to get Cole over as a uh, super face, this is going to work. Because that New York. Oh, it did gonna... work. It did work. Because yeah.
0: I'll cheer the hell out of him just the fact that <laughs> I don't like him. So, Oh, hell yeah. I mean, if, you know what? You could put him against anybody except the Nasty Boys, and I would cheer for them. I mean, if you want me to be a Ravados fan, put him in a tag match. <laughs> And I will be on the bandwagon all the way because that's how much <laughs> I don't like, you know. If, and if you really want to put, if you want to give, you like the Nasty Boys, put them against the Hardy Boys. Then I'll really cheer for the Nasty Boys. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know how you could. Because I that. can't. St- how, how can I? Huh? It's all about having respect boys. for the business. Ugh. That's 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 how I could do it because you know the Hardy the the, the worst thing I think think about the Nasty Boys is their stupid move and the fact that Knobs is friends with Hogan. But as far as the Hardy boys, oh my goodness. You got Lexington Market junkie on one side, and this, I don't know what the hell even he to say about Matt Hardy. I mean, he's doing whatever he can to stay out the unemployment line. This motherfucker, he stayed. and the thing is, he stays in, in my hometown. He's always here. His ass is always around. Carrying that damn ECW belt rack replica. He's always <laughs> fuck around. I mean, that's the greatest achievement he's had. And he carries that shit around. He was the fucking. C C C team or, uh, C, yeah, the C team champion, that ECW, not the original, the WWE ECW champion. He's walking around with a replica of that belt, taking pictures. Talking about what is it, stronger than death or something or death? Yeah, with I similar. don't know what. He, he seems sees to go far, far away, <laughs> and then further than that.
1: <laughs> well, I know the I, I. What I do know is that that New York crowd is gonna hate him. They are going to boo the shit out of Matt Hardy. And, uh, you know, Cole might not get as many cheers as Hardy gets boos, but, you know, it's still going to do something for Adam Cole,
0: I think. And, uh, yeah, he fucks him up. If, he, if 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 they have Adam Cole be really aggressive with him and treat him like, get the hell out of our backyard,
1: I mean, then, oh Adam s-
0: Cole will be fucking over.
1: Have you ever seen Hardy work like a strong style match? I'm not saying that Adam Cole is strong style, but have you ever seen him take one of those forearms that uh, him and Kyle O'Reilly toss back and forth?
0: No, I haven't seen him do any of that. The most I've seen him be aggressive like that is some earlier stuff he did back in the day and then if you watch some of his old ROE stuff when he was like uh, in those, you know, I think he was in a couple of those bloodiest matches or whatever. I mean, stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, even then he just really didn't fit. I mean, if they want to have a uh, you know, yeah, I am. I am Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> double A was on Tuesday. <laughs> oh man, I feel like double A on Tuesday. I'll I am I'm, I'm blowing balloons up for a pity party. But no, nah, he uh, Matt Hardy just needs to just go away. He he has no place. Don't put him on Final Battle. And you know what? Don't put him on that. He should have been on TV. You know what? I would have. I would have took the law. I would have took the, the the blow for everybody that's an ROH fan and sat through. Four hours or set through watching him live on in a TV taping you know versus having to deal through watching Final Battle with him against Cole because Adam Cole deserves a lot better than that what Adam Cole is up and coming you know he's he's a, he's a good wrestler he's good on the mic and, and some people haven't even seen the best of what he can do yet because he can do a whole lot better than what he's doing now and it's coming but Matt Hardy I hope, I hope they boot the hell out of Hardy and I hope Adam Cole turns fucking heel and They beat him. They. Be, I hope he beat. They beat the. He beats the hell out of Matt Hardy so bad. They end up cheering for Matt Hardy because Al Cole just. Oh my goodness! You just don't know. And uh, those Hardy boys, they make me sick. They make my teeth itch. Oh my god! Those yeah. Hardy boys are just. They are just so bad. They just need to go away.
1: <laughs> god damn! I don't know if I've heard that much hatred from you on this uh, on this show.
0: Because I mean, when you think about what they've done, and I don't, and what makes it worse is the fact that people look past and see what they want to see. Like you know, they talk about they talk about you know, I mean, for, for what it's worth, Hogan he he's done his dirt. You know, as far as uh you know, he's done his dirt as far as um, holding people back, people saying this, that, and the other. I mean, but you got to give Hogan uh, Hogan his props as far as he's good. If you if you want to name anybody who's owned the click is Hogan. Hogan fucking owned the click. Like the, the click did their dirt, but H- they never got one over on Hogan. He fucking they had the job. Him, at Shawn Michaels, Triple H both had the job to Hogan. Sky Hall, and Kevin Nash were his bitches when he was in WCW. Hogan owned the fucking click from start to finish, and and in every company he's been in. Okay, so you know, but the Hardy Boys they allowed their personal stuff to affect the business. I mean, these YouTube videos, that and the other. And then they just come back and it's like, okay, you're Hardy. We embrace you. We love you. Whatever. They're fucking politicians. Forget them. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them.
1: Yeah, don't get Zeus to call into this show. Oh, he, Oliver, uh, <laughs> the best stay the hell away tonight. <laughs>
0: with this Hardy shit. Because the shit he said on there, that was spoken. And you know what? A lot of times I would listen to Double A. I'd be like, you know, Double A, little fifteen. Double A, give it to him. He's like, you know, you know, Zeus, you're 15, or you know, maybe you're, maybe you're, your boys aren't hanging on. If you came in on that part, you would think Double A's being rough. But if you hear the shit that he said that was an offense to all wrestling fans, oh, Jeff Hardy, yeah, I don't blame him for phoning it. I don't, I, don't, I don't blame him for the. you talking about the dude who already screwed people on pay per view by coming there and showing up drunk or high, or whatever it is on fucking. Uh, whatever it was he was on. And they had to throw the match that way. It costs TNA all this money, comes back, gets handed the position. He, he, he beat Jeff Jarrett on numerous occasions. Now he's the world heavyweight champion. He's the face of the company. And they're sitting up there telling, and, and the guy who should be the world champion in there, who's a better wrestler, who's busted his ass since he's been there, can't get a title match for a year. And then you got this guy, Jeff Hardy, who him and RVD came in there talking all this shit, what, two years ago. And he comes in there, and he's allowed to phone in there because he's not going to be there anyway. Well, if he's not going to be there, He should let his ass go. Because Jeff Hardy ain't worth shit. He ain't worth a damn thing is what Jeff Hardy is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> Jeff Hardy's just full of shit. He looks like shit. He ain't shit. He ain't gonna be shit. He just go lie down to some shit is what he need to do. Fuck Hardy. Fuck him. Fuck his brother. And all the motherfuckers from Omega, fuck all of them. You know what I'm saying? Because he just looks like... He's just an asshole. I don't know if he's an asshole he or took. if...
1: Asshole.
0: Yeah, I would say he looked like one of my nuts. They look like triplets, but they ain't painted <laughs> up that way. I mean, Jeff Hardy just needed to go some damn way. And that PC is how you have a rant. I'm just joking with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God damn it. Um, so what I was I going good. to say <laughs> way back, way back there... Was I what I wanted to see was Jerry Lynn versus Adam Cole for the TV title, because that would have been Jerry Lynn back in the Hammerstein Ballroom fighting for the TV title like he used to do with RVD, and uh, it just would have, it would have been a good moment. But then again, they're gonna cheer Jerry Lynn, Jelly Lynn, and they're gonna <laughs> they're going to uh, you know want him to win the title instead of Adam Adam Cole. So that's kind of counterproductive. So I mean I get it. Mike Bennett will probably fight uh, Jerry Lynn now, which you know. We we commence with the Legend Killer gimmick, and uh,
0: why can't it be Jeff? Har- why can't it be Jeff- Mike Bennett versus Matt Hardy?
1: That's what I would to happen. Adam Cole
0: versus versus uh, Jerry Lynn.
1: In fact, I'd, I I was thinking what we would get was Mike Bennett and Maria versus Matt Hardy and Rebby Sky, and then just have them go nuts with, like, tables and shit. You see... Have you seen the the video of Sky going through the table? She's she's crazy. She'll just jump off to the outside through a table and shit. She can put it down.
0: The thing was, I didn't have a problem with him until he stepped foot in ROH. Because he don't belong there. He doesn't fucking belong there. Here's
1: the thing. Like, when Hardy was going through his thing and he got released from TNA... The first thing I said was that motherfucker better not come anywhere near Ring of Honor. Now that he's calmed down and that he's shown that he can stay calm for months and months, you know I'm more accepting of him coming in. Lex, we ha-
0: doing a job. You talking about? You talking? About, we haven't seen him. That's the thing. See, that's the thing people forget. Me. We haven't seen this. We haven't seen his ass. We don't know what the fuck he's been doing. We have no clue. He's been off the radar for so long. We've seen a little video here and there. He showed up a commentary, and as I recall, if, if my mind, if I remember correctly, he kind of pissed you off a little bit he was on commentary back at the pay per view because yeah, he was talking he shit about oh. ROH. So I don't trust the bitch. All right, <laughs> I don't trust.
1: Him. But like, still, you know, I don't like, trust him. And you know,
0: I wouldn't. I, he's gonna go in that damn pay per view, and he's gonna go to business, go in business for himself at that pay per view. That's what they're known for. That's exactly what the fuck they're known for. They get in these matches, they're gonna collect their pay, and they're gonna go to business for their And he's not gonna walk out of there looking that bad. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this bitch is up to something.
1: Okay, well if he's up to something, if, if you know, when we do the final battle post show and uh, you know, if he wins or if he steals the title or whatever, then okay. I will I'll, I'll rant along with you. But if I will could, tell you this,
0: if he win if if Matt Hart if this is a title match, right?
1: Yeah, uh, uh I don't right, know if right. it's a title match,
0: but since since sure this is, is one was. thing that I, I will not t- if he what if he wins that belt, I will not watch ROH again. The last ROH show I will watch, I will go there, I will go to Carry I will go to what's his name? Carrie Silk and I'll go to uh, what's his face? When I get to Baltimore on January fifth and I will go there and I will let them know you also because you put Matt fucking Hardy as one of the champions of your company. It's one thing to bring him in there and allow him to, to talk. It's another thing to allow him to wrestle but it is completely, it's complete mania to let him be a champion in your company. Okay. And if you do that shit, then you can forget about me showing up, because that's just ridiculous. Can, Matt Hardy better not be. <laughs> I
1: can confirm it's a non-title match. Alright. No title, so. Okay. We can, we can put that to rest at least, so. Um, oh, of course that, that could, I, god damn, I don't want to open this can, can of worms, but it, that could mean that they're getting you know, Matt, giving Matt Hardy the win or something like that, so that they can have a title match at another pay per view. So it could mean. Hey, they could even have a title match at the next T V taping, which would be in you're not gonna
0: make me feel you're not gonna make me feel good about this. <laughs> That'll oh, make no, me no. feel good. <laughs> but the fact it's happening in a final battle is not gonna make me feel you're not gonna make me feel good about this.
1: Oh no no, I'm not trying to. I'm saying Matt Hardy could show up at them Baltimore TV tapings right in front of you. And then. I don't want to see his ass. Yeah, there. and
0: then. I'll get kicked out. I'll spit his fucking face. <laughs> I'll get my ass. He'll whip my ass and I'll get thrown out. <laughs> and it'll be working. he is such a, he is such a fucker. I, uh, I can't yeah. stand his ass. You go
1: for the hips with uh, Matt Hardy. Supposedly, uh, his hips are like out of. They like pop out of socket, and that's why he walks all funny. Like bow legged and shit. Go for
0: the hips. You don't know how big of a Hardy fan I used to be back in the day when he was doing uh, you know, he was uh, Matitude and stuff like that. I liked Hardy back then. And he allowed himself to go down the path of his brother. He allowed Jeff Hardy to to take him there. And Matt Hardy was the one. You know, he was the one. Hardy may have been the wrestler. He may have been the one that stood out as far as looks and, you know, his artistic abilities or whatever the fuck you want to call him. But Matt Hardy was the one that was running that school, was doing shit. He was the one and if you looked at years ago, it was like, this dude got the head on his shoulders. He could be the one that's, like, contributed even behind the scenes. Maybe, like, Malenko, Steamboat, could give some input. Now, he don't have shit to show for, Lex. Yeah,
1: maybe. He maybe. don't have
0: shit. He don't have shit. He don't have a pot to piss out or a window to throw that shit out of. He don't have a damn thing. He can't work for WWE. He got fired for fucking TNA. How the fuck do you get fired from TNA? as a WWE <laughs> retirement. <laughs> how do you get fired from TNA? By working the with your brother. By By working with brother. They your let, <laughs> that's they let, it let his brother sabotage their company, but they won't let his ass in. Come uh, on now.
1: You know TNA gives the belt back to Hardy, so that's just how TNA runs. You know, if that's the, the worst.
0: Only run. thing worse that Je- Zeus could be. The only thing worse than Zeus could be is a Matt Hardy fan. That's the only thing worse he could do. <laughs>
1: <sighs> You've been labeled the new problem child. By Paul Jordan. That's oh my God! That's how irate you are tonight. Uh, let's see. This is what happens when I wake you up from slumber. You, you just go off. You get mad.
0: You I, took me out of hibernation. Exactly. shit. Yeah, you know that's what you did, and I'm hungry now.
1: And fucking Matt Hardy was the target.
0: He's the fucking target. I woke up and saw his ass first. The, <laughs> first, right. the first thing I saw when I woke up was fucking Matt Hardy, and that's that's what happened. I I saw his ass coming on in, trying to take something. You know, I I can't I can't have that. You know, no, no. And like you said, that 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 I felt good for a second, and I felt just equally as bad because how the hell he's gonna win that damn match? You know what? What I can see him doing, I can see him joining fucking Scum and being the fourth member of Scum. I can see uh, him doing some stupid shit like that just to force him down your
1: throat. I can't see that. I can't see that at all. But you know. That's a scary thought, and you're not in the uh, the right frame of mind right now. So, let's move on to a, a
0: happier story. This, is, let's, this isn't crazy. This, this is isn't a crazy, Black. I'm not saying this is, this is rash. This is saying, This is well thought out. I hate Matt Hardy. Maybe okay? a little He's too a bitch. well thought out. I don't know. Just,
1: uh, I don't
0: know. Um, He's a bitch. Hey, you know what? You don't like him either. I'm
1: not saying I you're like him. you give
0: him a him. chance to an ROH. You give him a fucking chance. No, if he's going
1: to go in and do the job, I have no problem with that. Why would you? You know, if he's going to do one match where he does the job, I hated him when he did the commentary, because he was, you know, saying stupid shit and not knowing what he's talking about, Uh, but if he's going to come into New York and get that much heat and put over a rising star in ROH, I don't see the bad there. You want Adam Cole to beat his ass? you want to see that you say you so what I don't want to see it is wanna I don't want to see, see
0: Adam Cole get beat but uh the, what ten minutes of the match and then do his move at the end and win and it makes it look like he barely won. I don't want to see that. I want to see Adam Cole come in there and fucking dominate his ass from start <laughs> to finish <laughs> and beat his will. ass to send a fucking message. You can't come in you don't you don't belong leave that's what Kevin it go i I'm, I'm uh,
1: Okay. I'm at a loss of words let's, though, let's I'm sorry, on. I,
0: I can't do this I, I'm spent Let's move on we, talk about fucking bad hard.
1: we got one more story and then we're going to talk about Jakar okay? uh, Bobby Fish and Mischief <laughs> have okay. uh, Bobby Fish and Mischief have officially been added to the Ring of Honor roster I don't know if they have contracts, but uh, they're up on the roster page now uh, Bobby Fish is someone that I haven't seen much of But what I have seen is phenomenal so uh of course,
0: I they should give him another cause they can't make fucking fish merchandise if he turns out to be good.'ll <laughs> oh, walk did. around with fucking fish on their shirt <laughs> uh,
1: what about mischief women's division
0: uh that's cool. I mean, uh you might want to talk to uh William Morgan, you know,
1: well, we all know Veda Scott wins all of women wrestling, so
0: that's oh true. yeah, oh yeah, oh sexy, oh yeah. <laughs> I I I'm not clicking that shit. I know what you're uh uh-uh. uh it might be Matt Hardy, fucking blowjob and Jeff Hardy or some shit. No, I'm not clicking that shit.
1: <laughs> it's
0: you know what would be better if he if 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 uh yo Steven, you call me Hitmonlee. Lee. Oh that's that's gonna be my avatar. Somebody give me a picture of Hitmonlee. Lee. That's hard. Oh, anyway. I'm sorry. Somebody some people are like, Who is that? But anyway, uh Hitmon Lee, Hitmonlee, Lee. Hit but uh what's it called the, only, the best thing would be if like the whole damn ROH roster came down and stomped his ass like horseman style
1: yeah that would be pretty cool that would know, be good you know, like they just
0: came uh, down there and beat his ass if, and then they show a camera showing them throwing him out of the out of the building if, oh my goodness that would be pretty cool want to be, I don't shit. think they want to, could do that wanna get me hard show me <laughs> that shit
1: I don't think they could do that but uh, there, there's technical uh, limitations inside the Hammerstein ballroom so but, if Jay Briscoe were leading that that uh, mob, that would be awesome. Strongly.
0: That's who he should afford.
1: That would be cool. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine the promos we would be a guy from Jay Briscoe if he was going against the Hardy? <laughs> One of the Hardys. Oh, my gosh, man. Oh, oh my gosh. Whenever I good. be down, I would play that shit to cheer me up.
1: We haven't we gotten just, a Briscoe's you know. promo in a long time. Long, long time. Like, months and months and months. I don't. I can't even remember the last time we got one. That sucks. Things must be going bad on the chicken farm.
0: Have a word with them when they come here.
1: Yeah, do so. Let them know. We want promos. Um, so that's it for Ring of Honor talk. Let's talk some Chikara. Uh. <laughs> okay. Preconceived notion going into Chikara. What? What is, What is your thought process? I guess. You know. What? What are your feelings on? the brand are you in in line with what Steen says Mickey Mouse bullshit promotion or uh, are you very interested in in getting into this
0: okay I will say this Um, and in case you forget I don't want to mention it but I'll just put it out there and you can say it later if you want because I don't know which word is on your notes but um, tomorrow's word is on the street that tomorrow is supposed to be something special from Sakar, but I'll just leave it at that but um you know what I'm talking about right
1: no, I don't. Oh, uh,
0: it's supposed to be a free pay-per-view tomorrow they're giving out?
1: Oh, the wrestling is fun thing? Is that what you're talking about?
0: They're it's a like pay-per-view. They're to be giving out this free just tomorrow on, uh, on their site or something.
1: Uh, Paul Jordan will get us that. But I think it's their wrestling is fun, like, offshoot promotion. So, And uh, I guess that's supposed to be even goofier than Chikara.
0: But, I guess, but I mean it's free, so check it out. Free. But I will say this that um
1: Would you wait, okay. wait, 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 would you watch Matt Hardy wrestle for free? No. <laughs> okay. Oh. I just had to know. Go on.
0: No. I I I, I you know, i c I'd be more entertained, uh uh you know how you get up and you you might be tangled in the sheets or some shit and you're looking for something. I'd be <laughs> like if I sleep with my if I fall asleep with my phone's in the bed and the alarm's going off. And I'm sitting up there and it's like duh, 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 and I'm rolling around trying to get that shit. That's more wrestling than his ass does, so fuck him. But anyway, back to my uh back to car. Like, um Mickey Mouse at times, bullshit no. And action wise, they on point. Like you will see some if anyone watches R O H watches uh from what I saw personally, huh. just from what I watched, um
1: What event did you they watch?
0: have some Say it again.
1: What event did you end up watching?
0: I jumped around, but I did watch. Um, my son was wanted to keep going back to the uh, oh shit. what was it? It was one event where there was this guy and he was handing out shit to begin. I can't remember what it was called because I was watching it early in the morning. I was half asleep. My son got down ready for school. He's watching it. And the only reason why I was because this annoying ass dude that comes to all the ROH events here in Baltimore from New York, he was on the fucking video. And I was like, oh, that bitch, he's, he's still around. But anyway, um, it was uh they it was a match where they had like I think it was the material with these dudes that looked like something from The Walking Dead against uh Sarah Del Rey and they was fucking fighting her like she was a dude. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: They were beating her they were fighting her like she was a dude. And um my son loved the ants. Oh, it, okay. it was like, was like Oh Devi Ant, there's soldier ant, there's green ant, there's this and the other ant So Can I watch it? Can I watch So my son like he's into it, he likes it. That's cool. Which he he he's not into he he won't sit and watch any other wrestling, but he'll watch that. So it worked. I watched mixed martial Archie against uh, Mister Touchdown too. I think it was. Okay. He is such a oh, he is such an awesome personality. Archie <laughs> is just uh, he. I could watch him all day. I don't give a fuck what he do. He could he could the only way out, you want to watch me you want to see me watch uh, Matt Hardy wrestle let Archie parody Matt Hardy and I and I could watch that all day.
1: You really love Archie. I
0: really do. He's awesome. He's fucking awesome. He can cut promos, he can wrestle. He studied that gimmick, that whole mi- if, if <laughs> the shit that that people used to get on Davey Richards for doing this shit. That's what he was doing. Like it was just so fucking funny. Like even doing the mass and stuff, he takes his, takes his if his mouthpiece falls out of his mouth, he finishes the move and shit, then he makes sure he gets it, puts it, puts it back in and he'll run over and take a little break. As soon as the bell rings, he he runs over like a like a running forearm and shit. It was, just, <laughs> it was just so good. It was the best. Oh my gosh, Archie is just awesome,
1: So uh I watched um Green Ice. I don't know what that's in reference to. Um, I don't understand what it means. But... Uh, this was... I think this was their first... I don't know. I don't want to say first. But I i think it might have been their first uh, event in Canada. And uh, this was back on March 24th of this year. So it's a pretty recent event. Uh, but again, like the first thing I saw, Sarah Del Rey fought uh, Cobalt of the Batiri, And... The match wasn't very good and I was really disappointed in that because that was like my first impression and I was like yeah Sarah's going to fuck this guy up and uh, it wasn't you know he's a pretty small guy and everything but the match got fucked up like the ending was all messed up and they counted the three and they weren't supposed to or something like that so it kind of was like oh shit one of the things I noticed was like they switch I don't know if they did this on yours but they switch commentators like for every match, they had a different color commentator for every single match on this card. I think.
0: Um, I didn't notice. I didn't know. I think the one I had, I, I really didn't notice because I was trying to learn the the people. I even went on their site. My son thought that was so cool too. You go on their site and you see uh, to learn you know the different um to see their roster and it's set up like a comic book. So yeah. Um. It's a fun promotion. I mean, it's fun. It's definitely an alternative. It's not something that should be taken for the serious, completely serious wrestling fan. Like, if you're someone who's serious and you look at every little thing and, like, that doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense, it's not for that. But if you want a family promotion that, you know, children are safe for children to watch and this, that, and the other, I mean, the only thing was, besides the way that that one, I didn't watch uh, him fight her on that pay per view. I think I watched the other one fighter on another pay-per-view, but they beat her ass. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, she beat them. But it must have been, like, some agreement they had, like, look, we're gonna go all out, you know. And she probably like, don't be afraid, you can hit me. And are like, okay, you sure? You know, she's like, yeah. Because, I mean, they did, they pulled hair, they slammed. It's shit that... And I will say this after watching that, and I know a lot of people will disagree, that, um, I really don't know how I feel about women's wrestling to that degree. I mean, we talk about how women... Don't get down like the men when it comes in the ring, and, and you have very few like maybe Sarah Del Rey and maybe maybe Best Phoenix, and then you have a uh, awesome Kong and everything. But women should not be hit certain ways, and that's just the way their body is built. You know, they shouldn't be getting hit in their chest, they shouldn't be getting chopped in their breasts. It just that's it's just shit that should not happen. It's just not supposed. They weren't built for that.
1: Right.
0: You know, what I mean, so when you see that kind of stuff, it kind of makes you cringe seeing them get hit a certain way. Yeah. But uh. You know it's their choice and everything, but I guess it's part of the reason why I'm not a big wrestling fan. I mean a women's wrestling fan when it comes to stuff like that. Because it's you know, if this lady decides down a lot, some of these women are younger, they decide down a the lot they want to have children or something. It could be complications that way. They get fucking breast cancer. You get hit the you know that hard like that. But especially from some dude kick kicked you with like he was taking like those uh kicks from his you know from the top of the boot. Right across her chest. Right. And you could clearly see where the wind was knocked out of her. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like I said, the match wasn't that great. But it was to be expected for me. I didn't expect anything huge. That if it had been like a, a big, uh, you know, the world title match or like, you know, one of the trio's matches with the, with the ants and all that stuff, you know, that would have been something different. Because we know those guys can go. And boy, did they go. Uh,
1: the, the commentators throughout this show that I watch were, uh, they had. Bryce Remsburg, Gavin Loudspeaker, Arda Ocal, Eddie Kingston, Leonard F. Chikarison, uh, Ultramantis Black. So they had like all these guys, and it was it was actually kind of cool because you got to kind of you know hear different perspectives, and you know each guy was uh, respectively good on the on the mic and and, and whatnot. So like I kind of liked it. But it was also somewhat confusing because I didn't know all these guys and I didn't know... Like, some of the guys, you could tell. Like, Eddie Kingston, you know, there's no mistaking his voice. But, you know, there was a couple others. Coming into this to this event, my favorite Chikara wrestler was Dasher Hatfield. Loved me some Dasher Hatfield. But he, he wrestled Archibald Peck in this this uh, one that I watched. And, uh... Kind of like I, I don't like him as much now. <laughs> I don't this was like by far the goofiest match on the card. And uh it's not like I didn't expect that or something, but I was just expecting a little more wrestling out of it, you know. And they they all they did was a comedy routine like the whole match. And and the match and the match ending was basically involving Veronica, which is Peck's... Uh, I don't know. Wait, I don't know what you want to call her. I, I'll, I'll just call her uh, escort and Like, she
0: turned on him, but not really. Kind of.
1: Like, she just came out, and, like, uh, he was. Oh, she was flirting with Mr. Touchdown. That's what it was.
0: And it hurt his heart. It hurt him. And shit.
1: Yeah, he, he was yelling at her, like, What are you doing out here? Whoa. And that kind of cost him the match, I think. Um, you know, it, it it was one of those things where, like, if I had known the story, I think it would have been a lot better to watch, but I didn't know the angle, so I was just like, Uh,. Okay, you know they're doing a bunch of comedy spots, and then here comes this chick. All right, I don't know who she was and everything, uh, but again, I don't know the relation or you know the timeline of when he turned to mixed martial archie or uh, whatever his name is, the handsome stranger or whatever it is now. Uh, so,
0: handsome stranger, I thought that was Buff Bagwell. I'm just joking. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> When I was in
0: school. That was one of his gimmicks at one point, but you know Archie does it better. When I was, well, in let me let me just say this real quick. I will let me just drop this in real quick, real quick. I'll just say this: Shikar was successful in getting my son to watch wrestling, and I just put in chat let Paul know that anything that had anything to do with the ants, evil ants, all that stuff, they completely won him over because that's what that's what he wanted to see, and that's what, that. I mean, he was just impressed with their costumes, the way they wrestled, the moves they did, um, the fact that they were evil versions of them, and deviant assailant and convict ant and i'ma kick your ass ant and all this other stuff so he liked all that
1: right exactly it does seem like a kid's promotion it also seems like it like the wrestling style might be a little rough for kids to watch you know what i mean
0: well i talked to him about it before i was like look man you do realize please don't go to school and try this he though he's like Andy, please i know i think like i know this is something that you don't do i was like okay and uh, it's stuff that I enjoy watching the them wrestle too. I mean, they did some cool moves. They could come to, they could go to TNA and be an X Division, They could do. I mean, they they could fit. They could or go against Rey Mysterio and and and, 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 and well, I don't want to say Sankara, but, uh El Generico, and I, they could do all of that stuff. I mean, these are legit wrestlers. I think that some people look at it just as Shakar is nothing but a comedy act. And I will say this: it doesn't help when people like Kevin Steen, who people really listen to, because he's brutally honest about stuff when he says what he said I know he was trying to stir the feud up but when you say stuff like that that's people they think that's what it is and they've never even seen it Yeah, you know it's not bullshit Mickey Mouse it can be Mickey Mouse at times but then again wrestling in general, general can be Mickey Mouse depending on what person you watching they come out with something Mickey Mouse like you know yeah. I, I didn't see CM Monk versus Colt Cabana. <laughs> you know, I didn't see that. That would have been Mickey Mouse if, if they had brought those characters out. But what they did was bring out these gimmicks and they had them wrestle and they did little things like there was one scene where the referee was uh he, the guy had him in a wrestling hold and he had him in it for so long the referee fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> You know, it was, it was stuff like it was stuff like that. But I mean, it was funny. I mean, it was for someone who's a wrestling fan who it was funny. If it was my son who, you know, it was, I could sit there and watch it without having to worry about someone saying, you know, bitch, I'm going to fuck you up. You know, and all this, and hearing all this shit over and over and over again when I'm, and I got a question. Well, damn, you know, I got a seven year old here. Just being responsible for me as a parent to hear, you know, Maria, I can come over here and I'll fuck her. You know, imagine right, if I was right. watching uh the show when Mike Mondo told Mike Bennett he was going to fuck Maria. Yeah. I would have been responsible as a parent to sit there and let my child watch that. But I could watch Chikara and it'd be okay. right? Because, Cause, I mean, I, I watched it like that when I was his age and, you know, that's just what it was like. So, Chikara has its place and I'm glad it's around.
1: Okay. Uh, I think for me, for, for, Char- for Chikara, I think it comes down to one thing for me. And this is how I'll judge Chikara for now. My, my impressions of it. Uh... One thing has to be good, sound. And basically, it, that's the only thing that will click with me in the long run, and that's the wrestling. If the wrestling is good, I can st- I can basically um, you know bypass all the other shit that I don't like, because there was stuff that I didn't care for at all. You know, there was characters I didn't care for, there was matches that, on paper, should have been pretty good but ended up not being too good. But in the end. From the card that I watched, the wrestling was where where I like it to be. It was hard hitting. It was you know it, they didn't hold back. It it's definitely not a WWE style, especially when you're watching Fire Ant versus Brody Lee, and Brody Lee is planting him into a mat or into the mat. Uh, you know it's it's just not like that. And I I mean as long as they continue to do that, I'm interested in Shakara. You know I can. I can get with the goofy storylines and I can get with the eccentric characters and all that and 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 the you know the little bits that they do like you said with the ref. Like I can tolerate that as long as the wrestling is good and it was. So like overall if you're watching if you're listening to this you've never checked out Chikara before which that's kind of crazy if you haven't. I mean I'm surprised it took me as long as it did to watch a full Chikara show. If you haven't, uh, I would recommend it because I think overall the wrestling is going to be in tune w- with what you see with ROH.
0: I would, like if if I could watch like I wouldn't mind watching like promotion wise, um, ROH, PWG, Shikara, and uh, you know like a, if I if I had to throw of course like NXT is fine, and if I had to throw something else in there, I would I would that I would want to look into would be like. Um, Maybe Dragon Gate or Evolve, but I can't because I haven't seen enough of that. I only really see a match here, there. But I would say, you know, right now ROH, PWG, Shakara, and NXT are like you know four promotions I can get with. Right.
1: Exactly. Um, you know, it's NXT is another thing. Like it, it's solid. It's not great. Like you only get an hour of it, and I'd say half of that is bad, but the other half is good. So it just meets out in the middle, but I mean, compared—if you compare that with what I was watching with Monday Night Raw, there's no contest that NXT surpasses that.
0: Uh, and that's just it, right there. The only thing, only, the only gripe I have about NXT is the fact of, um, and this is the only problem I have had really with it, is I would really like—I think they use it too much to be a platform to push WWE. You know, I, I would like to see it just be its own standalone promotion where these guys can really. Make a name for themselves separate than having Kane or or CM Punk or somebody coming in and be a part of the match because they're not going to have someone that make roster look bad to you know somebody. I mean, it's just you know I I would like it to be a, this own separate thing and maybe have its own like maybe once a month mm-hmm. have its own pay per view or something like that. It'd be cool. I think they can really get people to to follow in that way.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the whole thing that Ring of Honor did with Chikara was a real missed opportunity, it seems, so. Uh, but basically, I guess that's that's our review or our impressions of, of Chikara. If you're a Chikara fan, didn't like what we had to say, you know, I'm sorry. That's just how we feel about things, and, you know, it wasn't... I, I think we praised Chikara more than we, you know ripped it and i don't even think we ripped it but you know it's just no it wasn't a rip at all
0: yeah i don't think you ripped it i mean if anybody's gonna rip something that would like come to wrestling yeah i did my rip on matt hardy but i think you would <laughs> have if you were going to i i just think that what i think that shakar is the one thing i like about it is it's a, it's a choice and i'm big on having choice right big on having options and i think for a long time people in wrestling they either didn't have it or when they did have it, they didn't they didn't want to realize that they had it. You know, I mean, Paul Jordan put in the chat room. He was like, Chakar was that promotion that got him really back in the wrestling. and reminded him it was fun again. Yeah. And as someone who watches all the different shows and this that, and the other for him to get a breath of fresh air from watching Chikar, then then damage Chakar did his job. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it's reaching people in that way, they're doing their job. Yeah. I would definitely watch it again. I think one of the things is that, like anything else, if I, I'll, I'll say if I went to the uh, one ROH, because I mean one ROH show, never been before, and I went and uh, never seen anything they had done, I would be definitely into the action and the way the old school style that would that would definitely click with me. But if I was a person who never had seen wrestling before and watched a car for the first time, or ROH rather ROH for the first time it would take some time to get to know the names, get to know the people, get to know this stuff, get to follow the So, you know, I think that, you know, that's something that would take some investigation. Investigating The problem is that when it comes to PWG and Chikara is that you have to follow and you it's not like you can cut on your TV every week and know what right. what's going uh, on. Yeah, that's why you I know? said
1: this is these are impressions. This is not a review of Chikara as a whole as a promotion cuz we don't know a lot of the stuff going on. You know, this was just jumping into a show in the, m- not the middle of the year, but the, you know, first or second, fourth of a year. And, like, okay, mm-hmm. this is what's going on. You have to catch up as, as, as well as possible. And the announcers try to do uh, their job to do that. And, but you still, you can only graph so much in- information at once. So, um, again, th- it was good. I You know, I probably didn't pick the best uh, event. ...to watch... ...what I tried to do... ...was I just tried to go back... ...to the beginning of the year... ...and tried to pick... ...the uh, the show that was up on demand... ...and that was... ...that was the closest one... ...so... Uh, I, ...I watched it and... ...overall I enjoyed it... ...I know some of those guys... ...aren't there anymore... ...so... ...you know it's, it's gonna be interesting... ...to see how they did... ...I really wanna watch... ...the ROH Chikara event... ...that was hot off the griddle... ...and uh, see how that does... ...but next week... We return to Ring of Honor TV because the first episode of the Pittsburgh tapings uh, will be airing this weekend. And, um, of course, free for you folks that get it on Thursday on the website. Uh, But we have a bit of an announcement to make here. And um, basically, there's no real good way to say it, so we're just going to come out and say it here. Uh,
0: I swear, let me do it. I'm pregnant. (laughs) and um
1: and we just can't you know Lee he's got this makes child number what now
0: uh seven I had one to six that's why I was late on the exactly you know and I guess that gives away about my whole sex change and everything but (laughs) I just wanted you guys to accept me but with Jasmine and Glitterfist around I guess it's okay now to be a wrestling fan so that's right there you have
1: it um Lee and I will be leaving TWRnetwork.com at the end of the year. Um, basically, our responsibilities and personal lives have ramped up significantly to the point where we can't do a weekly show anymore. Uh, being a host of TWR network is... I mean, you have to commit... You should commit your all to it. You know, you shouldn't just do it half-assed. And on, To be honest with you, we can't do it full-on anymore. So... Uh, at the end of the year, we're going to finish out uh, Final Battle Recap Show. will probably be our last show, depending. Of course, that's up to the, to the bigwigs, to the guys running things. That's up to them. But, uh, you know, we'd like to stay until then. After that, the Ringside Report will commence. Uh, it's just going to be sporadic, and it's going to be on um, our alternate feed that we actually linked in the chat, which is Twitch.tv/DonnyD777. Uh, we, bra- we broadcast all of our shows on there for the, the last couple of weeks now. Um, we've also have our Facebook page so you guys can keep up with us and find out when we'll be live. Because, like I said, it's going to be real sporadic. It's going to be like every two, three, four weeks. You know, it. It. it whenever we can, we'll hop on and, and do a show. And whenever we get enough information, so uh, yeah, basically, this is this is going to be it at the end of the year. And uh, you know, uh, it sucks, but at the same time, we feel it's kind of necessary to do. Um, we we need to focus more on our personal lives. To be quite honest with you, I'm about to make like the biggest move of my life, and uh, that's you know I hate moving in general. But this is like, oh, now I'm in charge of a house and I got to, you know, keep all that going. You yourself, your schedule is nuts. You've got children to take care of. And it's just something that we can't do every single week. And, uh, you know, commit.
0: Like to- I will share, I will share this like on my end. And I understand what you're talking about about the house and everything. And that's a big jump, man. That's, you yeah. can't call a maintenance man when you got to get something fixed. I mean, exactly. you got to do it or, or pay some more money to get it done if you don't know how. But as far as me, you know, I just realized this week, like as far as <clears throat> I'm dreaming, my children aren't little anymore. They require a lot of time. Just getting on the phone with you after last week, just having a Skype call with you took some time. And I think part of it was due to different time zones. If we were on the same time zone, it would have been easier. But it just took some time because, you know, I'm I'm very active in my children's school. I work nights. I got to, as, as a matter of fact, in about 15 minutes, I got to go to work. Um... And then on top of that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get off of nights and, you know, I have businesses on the side that I'm, I'm trying to do so I can get off of that schedule and still be able to be home with my children and, and work without having to work at night. So I've been in a lot of business meetings this week and, uh, when wrestling comes back in ROH, I'm going to be going in January and maybe February. And then after that, I probably won't be going every month, you know, so, uh, you know, as you get older I and mean, you have other responsibilities and it involves other people it's just you know you got something going to get neglected somewhere and you just got to know how to prioritize and uh right and let let know, me, let told me I'm sorry go ahead
1: i was just let me be clear with this i'm not saying that nobody else on the network has responsibilities because everybody does and everybody's got to deal with it and deal with stresses and stuff like that but this is something in the grand scheme of things that just can be eliminated unfortunately like you know if it's between my son and doing a show weekly you know i'm gonna choose my son that's just the way it is like I, you know i i loved being on the network i love doing the show love chatting with you guys in the chat and everything like that but uh, when it comes down to it there's just more important things and uh i think i think most of you guys can understand that to be quite honest with you and uh, I appreciate what Paul is uh, is saying in the chat and everything like that. And we, we're we still going to be around. I'm still going to show up to shows. I'm still going to hang out and all that good stuff. Um, you know, we're, we'll still be around. It's not like we're leaving. A lot
0: of people know I was never really, I'm like the, you know, I, I, that's one thing like towards the, within the last months, I don't know, maybe four or five months, I can't remember the last time I was in a chat besides our show just because I just don't have time to be in you know, my TuneIn Radio was down. You know that week ago, it was like the pits because I couldn't listen to anything.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And uh, you know, I just kind of that just kind of sucked. So
1: you grow like the network has has been a place for me to make friendships and, and stuff. I met some really cool people because of dot and you know, those are friendships that I intend to keep to keep uh, up with, and um, you know it. It's it's one of those things where you want to do it, you just want to put everything aside and do it, because when we get on the air, it, everything's cool, but when you're not on the air, and that's, when, you know, we're, we're, there's 24 hours 24 hours in a day, we're on the air maybe an hour, hour and a half, so, you know, all those hours we're not on air, it's just, you know, it's too much stress to, to handle, and then, you know, kind of... ...try to phone it in to you guys, and that, that's not cool for you guys, it's not it's not cool for us, so we're just going to go ahead and um, finish out the year, do the best that we can, uh, have some fun, that's the main thing that we're going to do for, from now to the rest of the years, we're going to have fun, and uh, like I said, if you want to keep up with us after TWR Network and find out when our shows, I mean most of you guys are on our friends list, but for the people on the download listening... Uh, I just got the ringside report Facebook page up and running so just search the ringside report that way you can get updates on when we'll be on the air, when we'll have uh, something to download um, in iTunes or whatever so uh, i I mean unless you wanted to say anything else I, I think that's I think that's about it.
0: nope that's everything okay well. If I oh, if I didn't apologize early for being late, on oh, no, all seriousness, I do apologize. I try to be on time for every show, but yeah, yeah I was but that's another the hell thing. out. <laughs> yeah,
1: you, you need your sleep. That's like I I have I believe me, I've heard your sleeping schedule, and I, I don't believe it because I don't think a, a human being can run uh, off of that not not that much sleep, but that less of sleep, you know. Uh, but I I myself am pretty tired too. I, you know, I'm getting this thing done. We're almost done there, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's it's really just setting in and everything. Just, you know, kind of not getting on every Friday night. It's just, it's become robotic, I guess, and both good and bad, but, you know, you just head to there every Friday night, and now having that Friday night to spend with family or to sleep or to recharge the batteries is going to be...
0: Yeah, well, you about spend time with family? My ass can be in the bed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And with that, <laughs> and with that, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, before we head out, want to do some plugs for the network, real quick. We have uh, a great lineup of shows that keep it going each and every week. Starting on Tuesdays with the Rant, Double A, and his co-host Problem Child talk about all the issues going on at WWE, all the wrestling news, and they add some fun in too with some outside wrestling stories. Uh, you know, they they try to talk, they try to break it up. It's not so monotonous with wrestling, and I love that. And I'll, I'll of course, I'm always going to be attached to the Rant. That's where I started. That's 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 home to me. So I'm always going to listen to the Rant no matter how crazy it gets especially when zeus calls in yapping about jeff hardy and that's not a that's not a cue for you to go off on jeff hardy or matt hardy so i'm um, good man i'm good Okay, I'm good. okay. i'm just making sure uh... wednesday's uh... the double cider it's uh... jobber radio followed by shooting from the hip jobber radio four dudes just talking about wrestling it's a great show uh... if you haven't given a listen yet because it's a newer show go ahead and uh, you know might as well drop in live and uh, chat with the guys and then stay tuned for uh, shooting from the hip Dan Michael Sean they pretty much uh, have the market cornered on segments you know they they do a fantastic job of segments and uh, that's their forte and they do it well and they're creative guys and um, you know funny guys as well so make sure you tune into that double cider every Thursday nights. TNT Wrestling Power Hour. It's where you get your NXT fix. Tyler and Notorious Tom go over all the events of the recent episode of NXT. Uh, it's well worth it, especially to uh, to fawn over Paige and to uh, pay your respects to Cassius Ohno, because he's a man. I know that's a favorite show of yours as well.
0: Yo, I'm gonna tell you, yo, Tom is a fucking man, yo. Tom is fucking <laughs> shit. Tom needs, like, his own half hour on ABC, NBC, HBO, something, because <sighs> I don't think y'all know how funny he is. Yeah. Regardless of what he say, right, just off the chain. He was writing something about Tom motherfuckers they need to wash their hair. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Tom is very, very witty. Uh, he's on point almost all the time. You'll never catch him sleeping, so uh Fridays it's us right here on the ringside report, talking a little ring of honor talking a little chikara and uh whatever else floats our boat so uh you know we've only got a limited number a limited number of shows left here on t w r network so make sure you catch them all live like I said we're gonna have a lot of fun. I don't know what we're gonna do exactly, but whatever comes to mind we'll do and Saturdays is another doubleheader talking wrestling randomness at 7 p.m. eastern time wrestling randomness of course Jason, Justin and Shane talking about raw, smackdown, tna um and there it's it's basically I know this gets said a, a lot about a lot of the other shows it's it's basically three guys together on a phone call talking wrestling and and cracking jokes you know that's what they do that's what they do best and uh Definitely got the uh, the listeners to show for it. The hard wor- work is there. They've been doing it for years, and uh, it's a quality show. Followed by that is the Wrestling Collin Show, which I love because I always call it the West Coast Show. We get it at 8 o'clock uh, p.m., but that's Pacific Time, in case you're listening. And uh, It's just William Morgan and whoever else talking about whatever. You know, sometimes they talk about anime and comic books, which completely goes over my head. But uh, the smooth, mellow uh, tones of Williams' voice always soothe me. So it's always great after uh, a day at, or a night at the GameStop. So, but that's the whole lineup. Also, check out the uh, news, which Paul Jordan does so well. I mean, the guy. I <laughs> he gets a lot of respect in the sense of uh, when, when everybody's doing these these plugs and everything you know, they show him proper respect but by god the guy is doing the job of 3-4 people and uh, he's doing it mo- mostly by himself so Paul Jordan we salute you uh, all the writers on TWRnetwork.com you got the OSW review and all their articles that they put up talking about fantasy booking and all that good stuff And um, don't forget TWR Extra. For just $5 a month, you get a ton of extra content. doesn't necessarily have to do with wrestling, but there is a lot of wrestling on there. So uh, check that out. Get a different side of all these hosts. And um, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, We do have a store on TWRnetwork.com. Go check that out. Check out all the cool merchandise we have for you. Until next time, for Lee, I am Lex. Saying good night, folks.
0: Papers.